Welcome into the In the Money podcast, the last one for 2020, and everything we can do to get 2020 in the rearview mirror. And I guess by the time you're, you're hearing this, hopefully that uh, is the case. That's a good thing. Tom Leach, along with Jim Goodman from Keeneland, as we take a look at the Saturday late pick four at Gulfstream Park. They have several stakes races on their card. Two of them are included in the late pick four that starts in race eight. And uh, as we go through this, I didn't find any singles, so it made it a little challenging to pair the ticket down to an affordable number. So, Jim, we'll just jump in in the eighth race. Three-year-old maidens, mile and a 16th on the turf course. And uh, this is obviously for Saturday, January 2nd. Uh, how did you see this one? I did not find any singles either. So um, I, we may have, I don't have a huge ticket, but I've, I've got a, a race I narrowed, narrowed down to two. It wasn't this one, however. Um, I think win from within for Todd Fletcher on the outside is probably going to be the favorite here. Um, they thought enough uh, after those first two maiden efforts at Saratoga and Belmont to uh, try him in the with anticipation of uh, listed stakes on Saratoga. Called a sloppy track, ran fourth, kind of a non, there's only four horses in the race. And uh, I think he just would draw a line through that, go back to that 64 buyer from his maiden race at Saratoga, and and, uh, and he, he fits really well with this bunch. Uh, we take him on top. I'd also use Todd Pletcher's prayer book, the first time starter with a Red Ortiz up. A Red's only 27% for this Gulfstream meet, so you kind of got to look at this one uh, anytime he's on a Pletcher horse for sure. Um, American great for Mark Cassie, uh, being dismissed at 12 to 1 morning line, coming from Woodbine, where he's run on the turf and the synthetic. So this will be um, his first time on. Um, on a dirt surface, but, uh, you know, he fits, I'm sorry, this is turf race, so it'll be his second time on turf. So uh, I think you don't throw him out because Woodbine horses usually ship well to southern Florida. Um, can also use the five Floriform for Bill Mott and Johnny Velasquez and the six Crew Dragon for Bill Mott and Everado. So I think Mott's got two horses in here with a chance. Probably Crew Dragon is a better one. So. I'm going to go five deep when we get to pick four, but uh, the win pick here is win from within for Saez and Pletcher on the outside. I ended up taking the other Pletcher that you mentioned, Prayer Book, um, first-time starter, but none of these knocked my socks off, and I thought Pletcher and Irad, Ortiz, and then uh, this one's out of a broken Val mare, and I think it's a great turf pedigree line there. So I'm going to take a shot with Prayer Book for the win, but I'll use both Pletchers and both Mott's. Uh, so I'm going to go four deep when we get to the pick four. Uh, Floriform and Crew Dragon, the five and the six for Mott, and then the, the two Pletchers, nine and 12. Ninth race is the Ginger Brew Stakes, mile on the turf for three-year-old fillies. And I took the Christophe Clement horse, the three. That is uh, Honey Pants. 84 buyer last time, which I liked. Uh, good speed for this one and well-drawn in the three-hole to put that speed to good use. So... I uh, think that was going to be awful hard to beat in here. But the one oyster box, one first time out at uh, Belmont for Grand Motion. I happened to be watching that day, and uh, it was a really nice win. Uh, Pletcher's got one, Conlima, uh, Cassie uh, in the winter circle, number four. Uh, designer Ready, uh, debut winner at Woodbine for Barb Minshaw. So all of those are worth a look. I'll uh, probably pare it down when we get to the pick four just to save some money on the, the ticket. But Honey Pants, the three, is my win pick in the ginger brew. How about you? And I agree with you. I like Honey Pants as well. That, that race at Aqueduct uh, should set her up very well for this race. Uh, 
stretching out to a mile shouldn't be a problem. She was finishing well uh, at the end, got an 84 buyer for Christophe Clement. I read takes the mount, so there's a lot of things that, to like about hunting pants. Uh, my second choice was Con Lima for Pletcher. Uh, I like a horse that's got two wins, and this horse has two wins and five lifetime starts and three seconds. And that race where they dropped her out of a stakes race here back in September and dropped her into an optional 75 claimer, she won by five and a quarter. And uh, she's going the right way, and, and, and she's been very consistent, obviously, with no, nothing less than a second. So I think Con Lima's got a big shot in here. And my other one would be Oyster Box for Graham Motion. Uh, first time against winners, though, might be a little tougher for her. So that's why I would favor Con Lima over her. But I'm going to three deep when we get to pick four. Tenth race is the Mucho Macho Man Stakes. Uh, three-year-olds going a flat mile in here. Uh, got uh, two or three in here that we saw run at Keeneland during the fall meet. Uh, where did you land in the Mucho Macho Man? Now, this was the one I could have singled. Uh, I think Mutasa Beg will be a very tough to beat in here, just off the back class. Uh, they tried, <coughs> excuse me, they tried him uh, on the turf. He won the Bourbon, and obviously they they thought that was where he was going to stay. And then they went ran the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf and just didn't didn't fire at all. Uh, went off at five to one though, and a Grade One. So uh, I, I just think he's going to be very very tough to handle here. He, he broke his maiden with an 84 buyer at Saratoga and came back and, you know, ran okay in the hopeful, but he was behind Jackie's Warrior who had a really easy lead that day. And um, they got a win on the turf bourbon in the bourbon stakes, and I think he's going to get a listed stakes win here. Uh, but I'm also going to use a seven horse. I, I started to single him, and I thought uh, picking time for Kelly Breen uh, also has a lot of back class and actually has a grade three win on his uh, resume as well with a, with a Nashua at Aqueduct. He caught a sloppy track in the Remsen that he didn't like. He was 2-1 to one that day, and I think if you draw a line through that one, that 82 buyer in the Nashua sticks out here. So picking time the 7, and we toss and beg the, um, the 5. I'm going to take a stand with those two in here. I went to the outside, tried to beat um, Mutasa Beck, who I think is probably the, the one to beat in here. I took the 10. Um, I like the steady improvement. Uh, Paco Lopez having a really good meet. Uh, he's in the saddle again. Uh, and this horse is well drawn out there in the 10 hole to just stalk and uh, overtake him in the lane. Uh, Mutasa Beck, I think, certainly is the one to beat. Uh, awesome Jerry for Safi Joseph. Uh, Picking time for Kelly Breen, you mentioned that one. And then. Uh, Mark Cassie had a debut winner, Easy Time, the three. That's uh, a nice price in here. So I'm going to throw that one in on the chance of catching a price. So Big Thorn is a little bit of a surprise on the win in my pick there. Uh, but uh, I'm going deep when we get to the pick four. I, don't, uh, I couldn't land on a standout in here, so I'm going to spread a little bit. The 11th race is a claiming event, $35,000. Most of them are non-winners of three lifetime. There's a couple other conditions there. Mile on the 16th on the turf, four-year-olds and up. I took Golden Decision, uh, ran an 83 buyer off a, a freshening, likes this track. Go Poke the Bear, probably the one to beat for Mike Maker. Uh, blameless for the six, good speed there. And the uh, three is a little bit of a price for Rusty Arnold, troubling moon but dropping in class. And uh, Julian Leperu has been uh, uh, finding his way to the winter circle a little more often in uh, the last couple of weeks. So I'm going to go... Um, Three deep there. I, I ended up uh, not taking Troubling Moon when we get to the pick four, which I'll go ahead and give you my ticket. I've got five, six, nine, and 12 in the first leg. 
Uh, then three and one, Honey Pants and Oyster Bar. I'm just going to uh, Oyster Box. I'm going to stay with those two in that race. Not real confident in only going too deep there, but trying to keep the ticket affordable. Five deep in the Mucho Macho Man. Three, five, six, seven, and ten. And then four, five, six in the last leg. If you want to take a bit more of a swing and add troubling moon, you could uh, do that and increase the cost of the ticket. But leaving uh, him off, I'm at $60 for my ticket on the late pick four. What's your ticket look like? Well, the last race, I uh, I took Go Poke the Bear, the four horse for our Kings and Maker. But I can make a case for Golden Decision, the horse that you like. Uh, the only one that I liked in there that you did not mention was the 12 horse. Uh, I, I always have a hard time with that with that word. <laughs> um, the twelve horses, Manhang, Manhangahela. <laughs> Manangahela. Manangahela. Okay, Manangahela. I was getting the the um, uh, syllables in the wrong. Order One of the uh, three rivers for which Three River Stadium was named up in Pittsburgh. That's right in Pittsburgh. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Mahanga, Mahanga, I feel okay. Monongahela. Louis Saez is riding for Brittany Russell, an 86 buyer last time out. That's all I like. It's dropping out of a $100,000 uh, stakes race yeah, to a $35,000 claimer. So, uh, yeah, I like, I like the 12 a lot here. Uh, and, and if you go back in his, uh, in his history at Laurel and Penn National, he's got some 100 buyers. So he was really good. Uh, a little on the tooth now, seven-year-old, but I think he fits very well here. So I'm going to go four deep in that race. So my pick four is um, first race, I'm going to go five, five deep with five, six, eight, nine, twelve, with one, three, six, with five, seven, with four, six, eight, twelve, and my ticket is also $60. Best of luck wherever you're playing to start the new year on the Saturday cards around the country. Um, We'll be back next week for another edition of the In the Money podcast for KeelanSelect.com.